there again. Nobody can stop us. <laughs> nope. First thing in the morning, early. Yeah. yeah, it's an early start this morning. An early start. Yeah, Do you know, I just realised when I... Oops, sorry, I'm just dropping the microphone here. I just realised when, when I sent you that email that um, I had to do all this washing up at seven o'clock in the morning. Wow. Where's all that washing up coming from? It's dark now as well at seven o'clock in the morning. No, well, no, you should have done it the night before. Why do I have all this washing up at seven o'clock in the morning? Do you mean I've just pots, been and pans and pots and pans and crockery and that sort of thing? Mugs, sort of mugs and mugs. bowls. See, you should do it. I'm very surprised you didn't do that the night before. You're very meticulous. Well, we did. Well, well, where's the cup? Well, we did now. after dinner. He we did. Could, you, you, could have vis- <laughs> you could have visitors. Could have, yeah, visitors from another dimension. It must be all the cake we had after dinner. Okay. Oh, you know, you get up and he's got mugs and another mug and another mug. And, oh, what? Bowls, yeah. glasses and spoons. Anyway, it's really boring. You've never read The Hobbit, have you? No. Well, that's what happened to Bilbo Baggins. When the dwarves came round, they came round and press-ganged him into going on a journey, but left early in the morning, left all the washing up to do. So maybe you've had a, a gang of, of dwarves came overnight and had a oh, bit maybe. of a, a piss-up. explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads me on to a question I was going to ask you, actually. I don't know, go funny on. how these things go through your mind, but I don't know you're washing up, so you're probably using fairy liquid. Other detergents are available. But why don't you spell bleach, B-L-E-E-T-C-H? Don't ask me, I'm foreign. That'd be better, wouldn't it? Bleach. Bleach. It's one of those words, isn't it? You know. You know, well, you it's know, like breaks and breaks. I always yeah. get that wrong. Yeah, well, breaks. Yeah, that's right. You get that that's all the time. Bleach. Yeah. B l e a c h. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange, isn't it? I, because I'm trying to find the the word the word that proves it wrong, but I can't. Of course, other words you can find the word that proves them wrong, but I can't think of them because it's early in the morning. But you know, you say you've said one for example, breaks and breaks. Um, you know, why not just have breaks? B r a k e s. Why, why bother with B r e a k s? Because that's breaks, isn't it? Really, breaks. Yeah, in theory, <laughs> English language for you. Well, you're the one who learned it as a, as a foreign student, aren't you? Did, did it puzzle yeah. you? Did all these things puzzle you? Well, sort of. Well, kind of. It's a bit like, oh, why do you want teach and taught? And then it's now it's got an A, now it, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, um, I don't know, you just learn it, I suppose. Yeah, it's Some of it makes no sense, because obviously German is quite, um, you know, you say what you see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I blame the Romans. Sort of Romans, that's, the Romans are at fault for that, you know. Was it? It all stems from Rome, doesn't it? I don't know. I wouldn't have thought so, isn't it? Uh, it's not, it's not, it's not any, uh, is the British language not Romanic it's in not Roman, origin? No. Not oh, French. I, I got that it? wrong. Hang on a minute. It's sort of more of a Origins. modern Gothic, not Gothic, what do you call it? Germanic. What? Germanic, yeah. What is it? Of, do you know you should know that? Hang on a minute. Oh, so I think I do. Hang on. <laughs> origin of British language. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Origin of British language. Do you know, I've got, this is completely weird. I've got a bruised foot for no reason. Oh, hey, you're right, you know. English is a you West Germanic care. language. Thank you so much for your... Empathy. No, I'm going I'm I'm to... I'm <laughs> I've, I've, I've sort of put that in the... I've put that in the thought box. I'm coming back to your bruise foot in a minute, but I've just I've just got the... Oh, <laughs> from the break, breaking news here. the gaps while you're... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't... I was thinking of Latin, actually, not actually Roman. Like, I just died, you know, like, oh, actually, I just found... <laughs> I'll have to take the two audio tracks because we're having two different conversations. Two you know? show, you get two shows for a one. <laughs> yeah, one's about you know the origins of British language. The other's about sort of sore feet, personal um, dying. Yeah, well you were right. You were right. English is a West Germanic language, fifth to seventh centuries by the Anglo-Saxon migrants from what is now oh, Northwest Germany, Southern German, and Netherlands. So it's the Germans we've got to blame for. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. So much of those languages have their roots in Latin, do they not? Am I going mad? Tell you who well, we need. Because the, well, the Romans were here, so there's a lot of um, probably a lot of um, yeah, Roman influence. I would have thought. It's got because you know when you look at your flora and fauna, they've all got sort of Latin fancy yeah, but names. But that's because there's, that's the language of science, isn't it? Or yeah, was well, Latin must have educated people. Yes, I'm gonna have to. Gonna have to. Gonna have to edit all this out because it's showing my pig ignorance up, and I don't want to do that. I want to become across <laughs> as erudite, worldly wise, educated, those kind of things. Well, you've just educated yourself by looking it up. My uncle used to say, education is knowing where to look things up. Yes, well, I think that's right. Well, anyway, so your food. So now I see, you know, back, backing back now I see. What about your food then? What have you done to your food? I don't know. I just looked down. Oh, well, if, if it's been hurting, actually, all morning, and a weird feeling. Like a creaky feeling. Yeah. I'm old. Um, yeah. And I look down, it's black on the base, on the wow. on the little toe, around the little toe, on the joint, on the actual foot joint at the base of the little toe. Well, you've Completely stubbed black. it. Stubbed it, haven't you? That's nope. what you've done. I was out yesterday eating cake. Yeah. Dropped a cake. Was it a heavy, cake, badly baked cake? Was it? Was, was, was. <laughs> It's not aerated, was the mix door not stopper. aerated? No, gobstopper, what's he called? Yeah, doorstep, doorstopper. Do you Do- call a firm cake a doorstopper? Oh, you could do, I've never heard it called that, but yeah, you could do it, yeah. Yeah, doorstopper, yeah, a do- a door, doorstop, doorstop, doorstop. You will be I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is going nowhere. Like, what the hell are we, we on about? probably should do this in French or in German or yeah, something. Yeah, it would probably make more sense, but yeah. Well, yeah, it was probably a badly baked cake. See, that's on again. I think that's on again tonight, the Great British Bake Off. Don't know, I've never watched it. You should I watch just it. I cake if I again, do. Well, yeah, but, but it's amazing. Some people are so skilled at it, it's unbelievable. But it does make you hungry. You go, oh, I'm not cake. That's a funny thing. I'm cake. I'm never sort of. If somebody was sort of trying to attract me to, you know, follow something, you know, entrap me, putting out cr- cr- oh, cake. cake will do it. Cake, cake crumbs wouldn't do it for me. So Crumbs, doll- no. Dollops of curry, that would do it for me. Curry sauce, a trail of curry sauce or something like that. <laughs> it smells quite nice, you can follow that quite easily, can't yeah. you? Oh, sometimes when you're, yeah, sometimes when you're out for a walk. Sometimes when you're out for a walk and you go by a house where somebody's cooking something inside, you go, ah, smells lovely. Or if, you know, there's parade of shops nearby with it, you know. We've got one which has got um, near where I walk and it's got a, a, a chip shop. It's got two curry houses and a Chinese takeaway. And when they're in full flow, well, sometimes... All in one or individually? Yeah, well, all in, individually, yeah. They're all individually, close, you know, close by together. And if they're all cooking, particularly in the Indian uh, places, if they're doing their onions, my God, the smell. Oh. <laughs> you just, you just stand there all day. Stand there all day sniffing. <laughs> you know, sniffing and forgetting about your walk. It's like when you go... I think we may have talked about this before. So when you go to, you know, foreign climes like Spain or Italy or Portugal or... Greece or any of these places, there's always a waft of garlicky smell in the air, isn't there? Sort of cooking going on in these oh, holiday lovely. places. It's just yeah. sort of designed to make you. You want to go to the Swiss mountains and you get the restaurants at lunchtime. Yeah, and you smell all that food, it's gorgeous. Well, that's the drivel part of the show dealt with, and uh, now we're going to move on to talking. Yeah, yeah, witty issues. Some witty issues about the <laughs> really. the literary world. And you may have heard talk of this thing, chat GPT and AI and all that sort of well, stuff. Well, they would have lived in a cave if they haven't. No, exactly. So uh, we're going we're gonna to put it to the test this morning with clever questions to see what it comes out with. And, and we're stalling already. 
Oh, you want me to ask a question? Yeah, hang um, on. Yeah, yeah. So let put, me... Um, help me and see what happens. Help me! Right, okay, hang on a second just there. Ask, right. Just say help me and see okay. what happens. Right, let me just uh, find the robot. Where's it gone? I thought you had it all in front of you. I have, have but I've closed the tab. Right, okay. Help me. I'm going to send that question off to ChatGPT. It might come with some things you know, useful. Okay, of course, I'd be happy to help. However, I'll need more information about what you need assistance with. Please provide some details or ask a specific question so that I can assist you more effectively. Help me get on a plane. Okay. Getting on a plane involves several steps, so I'll provide you with a general overview of the process. One, book a flight. Good start. <laughs> It's not a foolless thing, is it? No. Visit the website of an airline or use a travel booking platform to search for available flights for your destination. Mm, okay. Two, pack your bags. Mm, that's a moot point. You know, you might just want to be getting on a plane, really. No, you didn't mention anything about bags. A bit presumptuous, isn't it? <laughs> Three. Luggage. Three, check in. You can probably check in for your flight online through the airline's website or mobile app. This is, can usually be done 24 to 48 hours before your departure time. Four, security screening. At the airport, you'll need to pass through security screening. Make sure to follow the security guidelines, such as removing your shoes and placing liquids in a clear plastic bag. Five. Hasn't that changed recently? Yeah, I think the they've changed. Thing. Yeah, they've changed. They've, well, they've changed. The, I think they've changed the volume, haven't they? Oh, is that what it, it is? Yeah, you can think you can take a bigger one through now. So it means when they sort of take the stuff off at airports, they can sell it to other people. In bigger, 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 bigger volumes. Big, big volumes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, well, that, well, got that right then. Um, give me. I'm writing a novel. This is very scintillating entertainment. Where the main <laughs> after it. So the tension is just unbelievable. I'm just sitting yeah. at the edge of my seat chewing my nails. Yeah, yeah, it is. So Hang exciting. on, we might have to do some heavy edits on this character. C H A R X C T. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, where the main good character at people, so what is a wizard. So a USP. Z your typing is shite. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm it's trying. So slow. I, yeah, but I, I'm actually sort of trying to look at the screen, trying to look at the, what's happening here. Hang on. I'm, still I'm, talk I'm, to me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm writing a novel, not a novel, a novel. Mm. But I'm writing a novel where the main character is a wizard. Suggest a name. Mm. Well, there you go. You could no, um, actually. After I have a question for it afterwards. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. This, this is gonna suggest a name for a wizard for us. Okay. Okay. Wizzy. Okay. <laughs> Okay, certainly. Choosing a name for a wizard character can be fun and a creative process. Here are some wizard-like names you might consider for your main character. It's patronising, isn't it? Yeah. Aldrich Thornweaver. That's not bad. Elowen Stormcaster. No. Lysander Spellshadow. No. Merlin Blackthorn. Mm, bit on the nose. Phelan Star Worshipper. Mm. Isolde Runebinder. He's always not bad. Thaddeus Fireforge. <laughs> Seraphina Moonshadow. Hmm. Ezra Frostfall. Moonbeam from our last book. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we moonbeam. Ezra Frostfall. And last one, Morgana Mysteriae. No. Remember the name you choose should be reflect the personality of the characteristics of your wizard character and fit in with the world of the setting of your novel. Feel oh, blah blah blah. Um, t- ask it. Yeah. Uh, why does it spe- why is bleach spelt the way it's spelt? Oh, oh yeah, great idea. There why you go. Now is... you have an answer. Maybe. Why, why is bleach spelt B L 
Not spelt, perhaps. Not spelt, B-L. That's a, that's a flummox. Why is bleach not spelt B-L-E-E-T-C-H? Let's see. Give him quite a bit. Right. Oh, nice. The word bleach is spelled with the letter A and not E-E. And we know that. Because that's how the word has been historically and conventionally spelled in the English language. Spelling conventions and <laughs> spelling conventions. Like an answer, isn't it? It's yeah, written yeah. that way because it's written that it's way. Not, it's not a politician, Thanks. is it? <laughs> Sp- <laughs> spelling conventions in language are often based on etymology and pronunciation. In the case of bleach, it comes from ah, right here we are. In the case of bleach, it comes from the old English word. Well, here's how would you pronounce this? B l a e c a n. What B? Be sorry, B l a e c a n. But a e are put together, and there's umlauts over them. Don't know what that means. Blaken or something, right? In the case of bleach, it comes from the old English word blaken and Middle English blaken, both of which oh, use e a combination to represent the sound. Right. So e a is a, is one of those kind of letter combinations which which represent the sound. Over time, English language has gone through many changes in pronunciation, but the spelling of words often lags behind these changes. As a result, the traditional spelling of bleach, E-A-C-H, with an E-A has been retained. Mm. Well, there we are. That was worth waiting for. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, when will the, the world, world end? That's exactly <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to do. I think the same. Yeah. Right, this says something, doesn't it? Now! Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, here we go. Oh, no. Right. We're getting a hole. The world has been predicted to end many times. This is the, this is the one I this is the one I actually subscribe to. Item four. What? Well, it gives you a couple of uh, options. It says, Natural disasters like asteroid impacts, supervolcanic eruptions, or major geological shifts can potentially cause significant harm to the planet. Environmental factors, climate change, etc. Human actions, human actions, including nuclear conflict or other catastrophic events, could theoretically pose a crisis. Yeah, but we didn't yeah. ask how; we asked when. Yeah, but now here's here's one. This is my understanding of it because I was into astronomy as a kid. The sun's life cycle. On a much longer time scale, the eventual fate of the Earth is tied to the sun's life cycle. In about five billion years, the sun will exhaust oh, its nuclear time. fuel. Yeah, we can, you can do your shopping, make a cup of tea, make a cup of tea. You got five billion years to make a cup of coffee, have a cup of tea, binge watch a set. I, I, I watch Breaking Bad, try and get to the end of Breaking Bad, and then you know the sun will exhaust its nuclear fuel and expand into a red giant and potentially engulfing Earth. Sad, isn't it? Well, there we go. Yeah, our end. How do I how to write a novel? Let's see what that tells us. Well, there's a leap, isn't it, from yeah. the world ending? And oh, well, you've got time since you've got, you've got five billion years to do that. At this point, it takes five billion years. Oh, here the one I'm are. working on, it's like oh. Oh, here, look, here, this could be the answer to our question because we're developing some time at the moment. Hang on a minute. We need to put it in. We need to give it our sort of our plot to date and ask no, it how to might finish make it. it. Yeah, it might take exactly. <laughs> oh, blimey, look at this. Writing a novel is a challenging but rewarding endeavour, don't we? Know? Well, challenging, we would say. Too much, mm-hmm. Don't do hand the rewards. I'm going to earn to thing from it. Yeah. Here's, well, a step by st- well, oh, here's a step-by-step guide to help you get started. One, find your inspiration. Start with an idea or a concept that excites you. It could be a plot, a character, a setting, or a theme. Two, develop your idea. Expand on your initial idea. Create a brief outline or summary of your story's plot, characters, and major themes. Three, 
set goals. Define your writing goals. Determine the length of your novel, word count, and set a writing schedule. Find a quiet, comfortable place to write. Having a dedicated space can help you focus. Five, outline your novel. Create a detailed outline or plan of your novel. Decide the major plot points, character arcs, and key events. Six, develop your characters. Seven, start writing. That's a good one, start writing. (laughs) Eight, stay consistent. Nine, edit and revise. Ten, seek feedback. Eleven, finalise your manuscript. Twelve, consider publishing options. Thirteen, query agents, publishers, if going traditional. Fourteen, self-publish, if going indie. Fifteen, launch and promote. Sixteen, keep writing. Don't stop after one novel. Keep writing and honing your craft. Each book you write will it's make you a better so writer. It's so patronising this yeah. thing. <laughs> Remember? It's annoying. I want to slap it. <laughs> Can you ask it why I've got a bruised foot? Yeah. Why does, does B have a bruised foot? B have a bruised foot. I'm going to put... I'm going to, I'm, it's actually getting blacker by the moment. Cool. You can have the Black Plague. Is that what's the thing? He's not a bloke walking about outside saying, bring out your dead and ringing a bell, is there now? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> right, hang on. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to guess what it says, you know. Uh, why did, I've, I've asked it, why does B have a bruised foot? I haven't hit the respond button yet, but I'll put it, has she bumped it? Has she, you know, it's, let's see what she says. Let's see what it says. I don't have access to real-time information or specific details about individuals, so I can't provide information about why the person B might have a bruised foot. If you're inquiring about fictional character or a situation in the story, you would need to provide more context for me to help you understand why that character has a bruised foot. If you or someone you know has bruised a foot and you're seeking information on how to treat it so what might have caused it, it's important to consult the medical profession for an accurate assessment and guidance. Well, there you go. And that, well, there you go. That's our uh, potted history to chat GPT. Yes, I think we'll... Um... Moo. Moo. <laughs> I've been pondering. What was your favourite TV show as a kid? Oh, um, I'm going to need a lot more pondering. Yeah, ponder, ponder. Um, I, I, did, I, I did enjoy watching a sort of um, detective stuff. Yeah. Uh, I did love Columbo. I like Magnum. You know, the old one with Tom Selleck, because I thought it was quite fun. The new one is ridiculous. But I, I, I like the old one, because I quite like the relationships between the people. Yeah, you know, the, Columbo's really sort of cult, isn't it? You know, it's a big, big yeah, thing. Everybody's watching really Everybody's watching repeats of Columbo. And I, I need to get into it, because I never watched it the first time round. Uh, all I remember was, yeah, just one more thing, sir. You know, at the end of every yeah, kind of... No, he, he was very good. He's very good. <laughs> I, I liked all those shows as well. I think I, as a as a kid, um, Saturday night used to have Kojak was on. Oh, I remember Kojak. Kojak was on, and the Rockford Files. That was quite good. Yeah, I remember the Rockford Files. Uh, <coughs> but, but before, Moonlighting. Do you remember Moonlighting? No, yes, I do. Willis. I do. And, and what's that as well? Uh, what what do you call the girl in it? She was like famous as well. Can't oh, um, thingy, old thingy me jig. Yeah, Sybil Shepherd. That sounds like she should be a dame, an old English dame. Dame Sybil Shepherd, doesn't it? Dame Sybil Shepherd. Dame Sybil Shepherd. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Dame Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, she... Take your welly boots off. Yes, I remember being on the set. Dear Elfie was there. It was a long... You were wrong. You don't really get the old showbiz raconteurs anymore, do you? 
What do you, you mean know, long showbiz racket? Well, they used to what? come on. They used to come on Parkinson, didn't they? You know, when they had a wealth of stories from the forties and fifties and sixties about you know dear Johnny and dear Larry and. It's probably because they all died. I know, That's but why we don't get it anymore. <laughs> no, we don't. But, but but the sensibility of the modern actor is you know, hey, I was on the lot with Steve and Steve. You know, and it's all a bit like that. There's none of these kind of great old stories. Well, we were staying at this amazing guest house and so and so did something with a boiled egg. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get. You don't. You don't get those stories anymore um, well when you go on Jonathan Ross show you can <laughs> yeah I can affect I can put on a, a tweed I can put on like a, um, a silver smoking jacket or a green yeah, an emerald green quilted smoking jacket and, and a cigarette <laughs> holder and say do you mind if I smoke dear boy stuff like that because they used to come on set smoking I heard a really funny story once about it was it was about two radio people Barry Cryer and somebody else and they were standing no. they were standing in a guest house in Scotland and they they ordered uh, with a breakfast toast and marmalade, you know, to go, as go aside. And it was in the early days when these little individual jars were coming out. You know, you sometimes oh, yeah, get, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So they didn't. The jam, woman did. The, the, the woman didn't put like a, a dollop of honey in a bowl or anything. She just come out with one of these. And he said, Ah, Mrs. Miggins, I see you keep a bee. <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. Uh, but yeah, so you don't get these anecdotes anymore. You lost its magic, love. Lost its magic. Well, you know, it's all <laughs> not as it used to be. It's quite what it used to be. I'm trying. I'm so trying. I'm trying. <laughs> and he was standing in his wife runs. Oh, ha, ha, ha. It's just those kind of stories, you know. Simpler times, simpler times. I think with that, then, we better head for the hills. Had better, not we? The hills or the little hillocks. Or the little, the, oh, the little, yeah, the little hillocks which got, which, which were misjudged. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, because, you know, when the mic, you know, the gold happens after these mics go off because we have to do a bit of plotting, don't we? A bit of, yes, we have to do a bit of writing on our sum now. Yeah, well, yeah. not writing, plotting for our Plotting, sometime. plotting, yeah, we do. Okay, well, with that, <clears throat> we're going to move into plotting mood and we're going to, plotting mode, I should say. Yeah, and I'm going to ice my foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I see. bruised as well. I, I, you you know, must have clumped. Did you get up? In the middle of the night, you know, no. to go to go to the bathroom and crack your foot on the bed leg or Not something. Not that like I that. was awake for. No. Well, I can only put it down to the fact that dwarves that came for the supper then trampled over you when they were going. You must be. Maybe I kicked himself <laughs> in my sleep. Like, Choink! <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen his leg yet. He's out. Yeah, yeah. He came with a big bruise on his knee or something, couldn't he? Blimey! Oh, I got the bed posed. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, I'm going. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm going too. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.